How's it going, Jay? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> good to have you, bro. It's you been a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, we just hung out all day. No, I know. We uh, just hung out all day. But... Be- before the recording, everyone, Carlos was throwing a tangent. Um, he, he was uh, publicly freaking out. He's going to get canceled now. Oh, gosh. Jay, you you know, no, Jay. It was like, hey, let's do... Let's do like, you know, casting catch while Alex is gone, but no, no, no. Alex is going to be home in like 30 minutes. We don't have enough time. <laughs> oh, we have time. <laughs> awesome, awesome. But yeah, how have you been, buddy? How's, how's work been going, Trina? Man, I, 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 uh, I love the job. I get paid too much money and I do literally, <laughs> I do literally nothing. Yep, that's, that's about it. That, I mean, that's... I go to work. I watch people work. I go home. Sounds so tiring, just you know, just standing there doing nothing. Man, my feet hurt at the end of the night. <laughs> uh, but That's cool. I uh, I definitely see why the manager role is what it is, um, and I understand that like why the role above me is the role that it is, and. Altogether, I think that I'm getting the bigger picture, which is something that I always love to understand. So, no, you get a different perspective once you're in that position, you know, because a buddy, like, there's one pastor that that I that I know back home. He he would pretty much have like this, uh, and our, well, not hierarchy, pretty much the hierarchy of like the of the church. It's um, it's the pastor, then his like assistant that people work with them and kind of like under them, and then volunteers and stuff like that. So. Like he had a position, he, he there's one time he made some like rule changes, stuff like that, and then people kind of got a little bit upset about it. And he talked about it, you know, it's kind of it's you know, being on top, it's you're alone, you're the only person, you're like the one that makes the whole decisions. And it's like usually it's good for the church, you know, you're not thinking about you know, it's not about power or anything, it's more of like, okay, what's you know, it's for the long term of the church, so yeah, I get that. Um. How's uh how's your spiritual life been going? <laughs> it's been going good. Just working a lot of stuff. There's lots of things that I need to sit down, think about stuff. Off. Like, you know, one thing is like learn to let go of a lot of habits. You know, think about the past is another one. Just letting go of that stuff. I'm, you know, last year was a good, you know, good way to like, you know, rebuild, start, you know, putting in a better foundation for myself mm. and then moving and then building up from there. And now it's like, you know, now I'm like in a better place. So I was just kind of like, it's like more looking towards to like being, uh, just being more grounded with it. Like reading the Bible, reading scripture, you know, stop and think about, uh, things in life in general. How do I be there with my friends? How to be supportive and stuff like that. What are some, um, what are some things that you need to let go of that you're, that you still have a hard time with? The ex, the ex fiance, you know, there's some, because one of the things that's like, you know, driving in a small town, especially where I live, it's like we had memories everywhere. We created memories. We walked down on campus. We had at this restaurant. We had dates here and there. And and every time we I drive by, you know, it's like these things get triggered, you know, like these memories, these flashbacks come up and it's like, it's like I just hate, I just hate it. So Absolutely. What, what's your plan to combat that? Uh, you know, meet new people. I think it's like, you know, just kind of like let go of that. Like while meeting new people, hanging out with you guys, it's just like it's been fun to, to uh, 
to kind of like go over that memory because now I have like a group of people because because usually like I hang out I hung out with her and her family and some of her friends but now it's like since I'm not with her anymore of course obviously it's like I don't, I don't you know I won't see them anymore so I don't have to worry about you know trying to make a good impression like outside like on my own kind of thing it's like I can do whatever I want so it's kind of you nice. were saying that her family was uh was a little like strict and weird about things yeah in some ways you know but keep in mind she is you know. Uh, you know, in the, in some ways, I I kind of like I don't like I kind of praise that a little bit because she has like a good head on her shoulders. You know, she has like great values and stuff like that. But there comes a point where it's kind of like you know she needs to kind of like be on be on her own. And there are times she has struggled with that. Like you know, she wants to do her own thing. But when because her mom became made that family that her made her family that family where they host or like they're going to be there for people kind of thing, which I, which is not bad. But there are times it's like when she wants to do something, she has to cancel just so she had, cause her, her mom, like her mom's like the person will plan something sporadic the night before and everything has to change. So yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. How about yourself? Like anything, anything you need to been growing on, you know, especially since you got this job, I know it's like, we talked about like how in time wise, it's a little bit more lenient. You got a little bit more free time, you know, all that kind of like safe schedules and stuff. Has um, been improving. I think that, Altogether, my quality of life has improved. Um, I think that maybe something that I need to improve on is understanding that nobody's going to be as perfect as me. And anyways, and um, actually, I kind of understand that now. And everyone kind of lives their own life, and. Um, <laughs> I need to understand that it's not going to be, in my opinion, an ideal life that I would be happy living. But if other people are happy living that life, then that's that's them, you know? Yeah, that's why I took your old job, just so I can be start look, being like you. I'm like, I need to be perfect like Jay, man. It's going to be, you know, he's like the perfect, you know, role model for me. It's like, I need to go for that, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, definitely something that I really... Um, really valued at the Salem FedEx building is um, I would talk to Eric a lot about my career and like opportunities that I have. And um, instead of answering the questions that I asked, he asked his own questions to me yeah. in a way that made me really think about what I do want in life. Um, and I've always had the same values even before and after he asked those questions, but the way that he asked them really made me think about um, am I currently on track or mm. will some decisions change the track that I'm on in a positive or negative way? And, um, you know, whenever I got that manager spot at the hub up in Portland, I was very relieved. Um, and, uh, it basically, you know, just like, I, I had a stress of like, oh, if I don't get any of these jobs, I'm going to have to continue working a second job. I'm going to have to um, maybe just find a whole different job in general because uh, like if, if I worked slow season at Salem, I would not be able to keep up with my bills and stuff like that. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. No, Eric, like he was really great to talk to. There's like lots of conversations we had, or at least some good conversations. One of the piece of advice he told me, like pretty much the last thing he told me before he left, 
was like, well, no matter where you go, you know, money's not a bad thing or make, you know, because he's telling me about like, you know, or, you know, give me an opportunity to move up in the, in the workforce, like especially FedEx, you know, so pretty much he's kind of like hinting like, maybe you should go into management, maybe you should go like, you know, go higher up and stuff like that. Like I thought about it. The thing is that that kind of like advice goes through anything, like, cause right now it's like once I'm done working with FedEx, I'm kind of like, you know, one thing is because like working at the post office would be making a ton of money. Oh yeah. Cause I'll be working crazy amount of hours. Like that's like the one kind of like con I see is like, I don't have, I won't have a, much of a social life. I'll just be working day in and day out. But at the same time it'd be worth it too. Cause like bills will be paid. I'll have enough to be start saving up for maybe like a house of my own and just like pay off like student loans and stuff like that. So it's not like a bad thing to do. So, whenever you move back to Klamath, what is your, let's just say, like, what's a five-year goal? Five-year goal? Well, predominantly, it's like, you know, start saving up money, get, like, a good job, post office, or even, like, well, one of the goals I want to do, actually, because just, like, actually go with, like, what I went to school for was education, is actually go work, you know, apply for the schools. And so, just start working there, you know, actually start putting my degree to work, because, you know, I want to try it out. I want like, I won't, I'm not to become a, like a full-time teacher. I'll just be a good, I'm like a good sub. I can be a good sub, just come in and come out, especially around the community and around the county. So that, that would be pretty cool just to work with kids. Cause you know, I like, I have a way to connect with these kids, even though there'll be some that they'll be hard to get along with, but at least I have like a good connection with these kids, you know, at least something. And you know, even, even if it's like an older grade, like uh, in high school, you're still building the foundation for kids. I mean, it's it's never too late to turn them around. Mm. Um, but I, I feel so bad for um, like kids that are kind of led in the wrong direction. And like I see it a lot at FedEx as well. The people that I'm managing, a lot of them are like, all that they do is work and like then go home and smoke weed and play video games. It's like there's more to life than that. Yeah. And um you know, maybe maybe they just don't know that because they were never given the opportunity for that um, based on the people that help them grow up, their peers, their teachers, their parents. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like um, I had, you know, like a pretty supportive group. Um, oh. But at the same time, I did a lot of things independently. And um, I feel like um, me trying to search for those answers myself kind of uh, put me in the right direction. I get that. A lot of it, especially since I worked or I taught a, or I was in a teaching program, so I pretty much kind of like a student teacher for like a year. You can kind of see that those influences, especially someone, you know, like what kind of group like kids hang out with, what kind of like things that they do. And so, and there's some kids that actually like kind of looked up to me or at least, you know, well, not a looked up to me, but more like, you know, they were glad I was like kind of like being like a teacher in a way. Like they appreciated the way I taught or how I talked to them. So it's kind of nice. And so there's some kids that even like today, like there's one like that school that I subbed for like a month, you know, they're still talking to me. They're like, you know, and Carl, like at least in contact with me. Like this Friday, I'm going to their winter formal basketball game. And so. So I got a text from one of the kids. They're like, hey, can you come, you know, to our winter formal game? I'm like, yeah, of course, you know. So, and they invited me to, like, to play Fortnite with them, which is pretty cool. So it's kind of nice. That's kind of, like, one of the coolest things ever, just to be, like, 
have like that big of an influence that they want to stay in contact with you after you're gone. And so that's kind of like the one thing, like not a, like kind of like an aha moment. Whereas like if you treat, especially students, like high school students that I've noticed, it's like you treat them with respect. And one big thing too is be honest with them. Like just be like real with them. And they'll be like, okay, this, you know, he's a new teacher. He doesn't know what he's doing. And, but we're going to help along the way in terms of like, okay, what's the lesson plan? Because you know, when I became a sub, I have no idea what was I doing because, you know, the teacher, she was like out in an emergency. And so what ended up happening was she, she had all this like lesson plan ready to go. Like, you know, she had her lesson plan. But for me, it's like, I just took bits and pieces and created some things on my own where it's like, okay, made everything fit. Yeah. And you know, everyone is a little bit different and whether it be teaching style or in my, in my field, managing style. Um, and I'm I'm also a very honest person, you know, if if somebody comes to me and asks for advice, I know that they actually want to build upon themselves. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm the same kind of way. I every day ask co managers for advice. I ask my direct managers for advice. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I uh I see people not doing that kind of stuff and it, it really seems to be what's driving um you know, um people to do better things is the want to do the better things mm-hmm. and not just moseying around and thinking maybe I'll do it eventually. Um, and that, that's what I really uh, value and appreciate in people that can innovate. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's like, like what was like the biggest advice you got from working at the, as a management? Um, So far, the biggest advice that I've gotten was, to be personable. Um, So for the first few days that I was on the dock, my tone was to make sure that everyone's following the rules. Um, Where then I talked to my direct manager and I was like, hey, I'm doing this, but at the same time, I want to do the right thing, but I don't want people to hate me. I want them to actually want to listen to me. Mm -hmm. And he told me a story about how he did the same exact thing that I was doing. He just enforced the the rules. People would get in trouble, get written up if they didn't do them. um, And everyone hated him. Mm. Um, So it took him a couple of months, but he turned it around by being himself and being nice to everyone. And, you know, you still do enforce the rules, but you do it in a different way. Um, And I'm very glad that I learned that in the first few days because um and i i've told every manager that i've talked to about it since it literally changed the way that i think um so now i come to work super smiley hey everyone welcome to the sort i hope you're all having a great day i make the sort interactive i give out tokens if you're being safe i uh give everyone the opportunity to get qrp and uh you know, I'm I'm never negative to anyone unless they're doing something specifically that I have to be negative about. Mm. Uh, hey, I saw you were doing this, and we have to do this here at FedEx, and I'm I'm just honest with them. And then um, uh, there's never a time where I'm like lying to their face about like, oh, I think you're doing a good job. Whenever they're not doing a good job, I I will tell them, but. Um, it depends on the severity of the case on, uh, how I would approach it. Um, if they like, 
if they're a really nice person, I'll tell them lightly, you know, um, say that they just weren't loading to standard. I'd be like, hey, you know, uh, I know the loading's hard. This is the standard that FedEx uh, needs from our loaders. You're only at this standard. How can we help you, me specifically, to help you get to that number? Because I really like you and I want you to stay at the company. Whereas other people, the person that, you know, smokes weed in the bathroom, and <sighs> he got fired. But, um, oh but gosh. like, it's like, hey, dude, you really need to pick it up. Like, we can't have you doing this. Um, no, that's like a good, you know, building criticism right there. You know, I learned a lot from that too. Just like, tell me like what I'm doing wrong, like in a good way, instead of like making like you know, making me feel dumb or stupid about it. Like in a bit, like in a good constructive way. I was told about like that critic good criticism. It goes a long way. And you know, I, I look back at my life. I'm like, if I didn't get that advice, even though like, especially in my early twenties and like teen years, I'm like, if I didn't get that advice, I, I don't think I'd be like as structured or organized as i am today i still have a lot of way to go but you know i'm still learning every day like how to do things in life in terms of like how to be a better man especially around my age and so it's like how can i implement that advice that i got when i was 17 to now kind of thing what's the um what's the best thing that you've like learned or maybe some like really good advice that you've received oh man kind of hard to think of I think well, like one of the things it's like don't don't pretend to know everything. That's one of the big deals. It's just to make sure everyone's like on the same page, but at the same time, don't let just don't be just don't be a, like a faker or anything. Just be like just be honest with people too. Just like okay, this is why I don't know. How do I how do I you know figure this out or what you know ask the right questions too. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, and. uh Honesty really goes a long way, and um, if somebody can tell that you're trying, it's like they they understand. It's it's not like everyone's gonna get something the first time. It's not like everyone's perfect, and mm -hmm. you know I understand that everyone's human. Um, that's that's something that uh, you know maybe people don't think that I understand. I do understand that you know, mm, that. like I'm I myself am not perfect. I mean. I I'd like to think that in a professional stature I'm I'm pretty professional um but at the same time like there are things that I'm not very good at you know mm. I'm not very good at um like cleaning I'm not very good <laughs> at uh I mean I I don't specifically have anything else but um I'm sure that if you ask people that knew me like like you um mm. you'd probably have things that I'm not good at I mean um, I, I could, I could always improve on some things and I understand that that's everyone's life, you know, I, yeah. and I understand that some people are in different parts of life than, than other people. And it's just not always the same for people at every age. I know. Cause that's why when I first started at FedEx, like a package handler, I was just like, you know, FedEx has that standard that you have to be hustling and bustling. You have to keep moving, especially this one here. But when I first tried out, I was like kind of like burning out after like my second trailer, or at least when I get to the back of the trailer, because I remember I was hunched over, like breathing hard. And Zach's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, just trying to keep up." And Zach is like, "Don't worry, don't you know, don't go all out on your first day. You're still you're new. You're good. Just build it up and then go from there." And for me, that helped out a lot too because it's like it took some pressure off of me. 
it made me realize I'm like, okay, you know, you're new, they know this, you know, it's okay if you're slow because you're trying to figure this out, you know. You never lift it, you know, it's, they're not going to demand you to be perfect like, right off the bat, you know, because, you know, you've never done this before. And they know this too. And so that's what helped me a lot to like pace myself, learn how to like lift the pa packages correctly. And also work together too with someone else that, you know, moves as fast or faster than me. Like Big Alex, oh my gosh. I remember unloading with him one time. And I told him ahead of, I apologized to him ahead of time. He's like, I'm sorry if I'm slow slower because but i'll do my best to keep up you know be consistent about it and he's like i don't really care dude you do you as long as we get this trailer done we're good and so i was like that helped a lot too that we were kind of like we understood each other and that's another thing too is be more consistent that's a, that's kind of like one of the things i'm like like i may not be fast but at least i'm consistent and so and even i told like another like justin i think his name is justin but he was like one of like he worked with lawrence like they were like the fastest unloaders ever. And I were, I loaded with J Justin. He's like, are you ready? I'm like, I may not be fast, but at least I'm consistent. And he's like, good. I'd rather have you than someone that goes really, really slow. I'm like, okay. That actually gave me like a good extra spring, uh, extra spring in my step to do it. So it's like, you know, try and try not to compete with them. Just compete with myself and then just keep moving, you know, try to build up on that. Is there anything specific that you've learned from the FedEx job that uh, gave you a good lesson in life? Communication, like, or at least improve on it, how to be communication, especially like now, since I'm switching trailers, it's like, you know, and sometimes it's okay, okay to overdo it just to be really, really sure that a trailer's ready to go, a trailer's not ready to go, you know, just to be more organized, especially like when line haul just drops off trailers, you know, how to be organized, how to tell Zach, like, hey, or Zach or Shane, like, hey, I'm cleaning the yard, I'll be in the sack, because, you know, and so, and so do that, and then also, like, learn how to, or at least pretty much find, figure out, be organized in the yard as well, to find the trailers a lot easier and put them out quicker, and in, like, a safety, safely manner. These are good. I know. I like these. These are uh, the Jack Daniels Coca-Cola mix. So it's like a pre-bottled thing by Jack Daniels. <laughs> and uh, it's only uh, 4.8 alcohol volume, but it, it's pretty dang good. Brought to you by. They're <laughs> a little advertisement. <laughs> They're pretty cheap, too. I think I got a six-pack for like $10. Oh, really? These are nice. I like these. Yeah, I, I think I bought two packs for like $15. Mm. Um. Like we just need like a place to go smoke cigars and do stuff like that. That'd be pretty chill. I know. I can't wait until like uh, it gets warmer. We have a house, um, and that's that's kind of what we're gonna be looking for up in the metro area. We're gonna be looking for a house to rent. Mm -hmm. um, I prefer. I, I prefer. Yeah, I'd be in the same situation. Go for a house. They're really expensive though. Yeah, especially around the, during these times. But that's the thing too. I want to look. Like at least one of my plans is is to. Uh, Find like a house on the countryside with like property and stuff like that. So once I'm set, I can have you all you guys come over and visit, spend like a good weekend or something like that. Nice. And just chill and hang out, do whatever we want. It'd be nice to have like a backyard, be able to, uh, you know, just chill out there, maybe throw some ball or, you know, like mow the lawn. <laughs> 
it, it'd be yeah. nice to be able to like even though upkeep is kind of a chore i think that i'd prefer to have upkeep to have that kind of thing in my life um as another you know common responsibility because um i feel like living in an apartment it's kind of like uh a lot of things are done for me so in in a way it's like i'm kind of not learning how to be a homeowner by living in an apartment no i get that it's it's actually pre- pretty therapeutic too cuz there are times like growing up i hated mowing my lawn but when before i moved the years you know i moved, before i moved out of my parents house you know my dad's like hey can you excuse me <laughs> i pre my dad will come in and like hey can you help mow the lawn while i'm at work i'm like sure sure so pretty much I just put on my headphones and just mow the lawn and just think about pretty much nothing at all. And it's pretty nice too. And I get it done within like half hour, you know, cause we actually have like my dad finally upgraded to that, uh, to those lawnmowers. I have like the bag that catches the grass cuttings. So it's like, it's kind of nice instead of like finally cutting the grass and actually picking it up like afterwards. What would you say is like your best trait? Ooh. I think there would be consistency. That's my thing. Because I tr- always try my do I do my best on it, but like I think that's like one of the things is consistency. Like I'm always there. I'm always trying my best to figure out things. Always on top of it, especially when it comes to you know, especially when it comes to like you know, always helping out people. And so that's like what I love to do is just like be more consistent to actually show people. That I can help, you know, it's kind of like, that's kind of like one of the things too, that my parents raised me on. It's just like to always put, go when you're helping out or doing work, just go all out no matter what. And so, so pretty much it comes into the natural state where it's like, especially like, you know, I look at my cousins down in Mexico, they worked a lot, they work a lot. And so, you know, when my dad or yeah, my dad and myself and my cousin, we came, we went to visit like another family at another place, you know, we actually, what we had to do is we actually had to like, you know, crack open these like nuts that, you know, there's like a technique that my great uncle had. And so the way to figure it out, it's like, you know, my cousin, what my cousin did, he actually like grabbed a rock, looked around, made like a little like makeshift table and then just started, you know, cracking them open. For me, I was like, I'll just have someone else do it. Cause I'm like, you know what? I'm on vacation. But for him seeing that mentality where it's like, okay, let's just get this done, make it over with and you know you know figure out what the you know figure out a solution to something like that something important and valuable that i learned is that taking initiative for things being the first person to do something is generally a good thing um for example um if people in my job don't necessarily know the next step i'm going to take the next step and um even if I do it wrong, at least I took the initiative right. of, hey, I tried this, and if it's wrong, I apologize, but uh, you can see that I definitely want to do it, and I want to do it right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of the time, I'm not always completely wrong, because uh, a lot of things are just common sense, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of things make sense. Um, I. Uh, I'm really grateful for obviously the opportunity that I have with my job. Um, but I'm very grateful for just, uh, most of the things I have in life. Um, 
I, I very strongly live with the thought that, um, you know, your personal decisions make you who you are in life mm -hmm. and there's nobody to blame for your, um, place than you. That's, that's my opinion. What do you think about that? I think like one of the, ha that reminds me of like the habit of like, you know, blaming others. Cause that's when I was young, I was like naive and cocky. So usually I got the, that bad habit of like blaming other situations, sometimes others. One example is like 2009, my brother planned an, uh, for me, he and I to like move up here to Salem, but he got a girlfriend instead and stayed down there. And I was like so furious because for me, it's like, you know, there's like so much opportunity up here job wise, you know, but he didn't, he kind of ditched out on that. And I was just like furious. So I was blaming him on that situation for, for me, it's like, you know, if I look back, it's like, okay, the way I was when I was 19, it was, I wasn't mature enough at that, at that stage. I had to like figure out like, okay, what's, you know, who do I have to be? What do I have to let go of some habits? And so that would be like, okay, now I need to like take things into my own hands instead of like, uh, letting, you know, let other pretty much <laughs> instead of like letting like letting everything else trying to fall into place or wait for some things to fall into place. I, you know, I take initiative of getting stuff done. And so, so after that, you know, I got a job at a, at a, a pretty much an algae harvesting company lasted like eight weeks. Cause the boss was a giant dick. Hated him. Hated working with him. He thought he was like the old, like, you know, the tough guy, but he wasn't. And so, but then got, you know, after that, just started work, working off jobs, you know, going back and forth, hanging out with my friends. You know, the next job I got was like, uh, what was it? I think it was, it was working at a graveyard, uh, pretty much a, a funeral home, mowing, pretty much like doing like landscaping, like cutting the grass, help fill up the graveyards, do all that kinds of stuff. So it was pretty nice, pretty, pretty good. We did it like for like a month. And so it was pretty nice. And then afterwards, that's when I started working at Home Depot for like, for almost two years. So it was pretty great, you know. And so then that's where it led me back to, you know, coming up, finally moving up to Oregon or Western Oregon over in Monmouth. So it's kind of like, you know, everything, even though like that plan didn't originally work, but it finally came through like eight years later. You know, it's just, I just had to put a lot of work into it just so I can be up here in this position. And yeah, I mean, you know not everything comes perfectly for everyone. No. Um, you know, like Paul says, uh, everything usually just falls into my hands. Um, but I understand that it isn't like that for everyone. And, um, you know, not, not everyone has the same exact luck that I do. So, uh, <laughs> but, um, okay. what's, uh, what, what would you say is like one of the best times in your life? Oh man, that would be probably be like at the end of the school year. Like I think one of them would be at the end of the school year for me because you know I met some new people. Like especially not like like call like high school and college because at the end of the school year, you know, we start. You know, they the schools would put a lot like little events, kind of like at the end of the year. You know, summer like for the community college I was at, they put like a luau. And so pretty much it's like I get to see everybody I met and talked to and become friends with. So it's kind of like a summary of like what I've, you know, been blessed with, what I've learned and everything. And so it's just been, you know, it's kind of like a good way to like, you know, put a period, have a good summer vacation, 
and then come back starting fresh. You know, who I'm, who am I going to meet? What am I, what new things I'm going to learn? You know, what am I going to do? So it was a lot of fun. So around like towards like my last year at the community college, I was interacting with so many people, like the media group, like other students, professors. It was so much fun. I was like, a, like pretty much like community college was like kind of like one of the best times ever. But, you know, but then here at Western Oregon, you know, coming up, it's like, it's pretty nice too, because there's lots of new experiences I got to try too. So I was staying up late at night, eating tacos at 2 a.m. because there's a taco shop that's open that fuck up that late. So it's like, <laughs> nice. That's pretty, yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah, I'd say that, you know, um, I'm grateful every day for the life that I live. And um, like I said earlier, I fully believe that, you know, my life is formed off of the decisions that I make. So pretty happy with the decisions that I've make, uh, that I've made. Obviously, sometimes, you know, I'm not perfect, but um, I, I think that the best time in my life is right now. And, um, you know, I could probably say that every day, even if I'm having a bad day, I always find a good way to think about it. Yeah. Um, and, um, something that I have thought about recently is that like time is really weird. So like, yeah. you know, you might be having like the worst day of your life, but a good way that I think about it is like, okay, in a week what did it even mean? Like it's, if I have a bad headache, I'm not even going to remember what it's like in a week because <laughs> it's like, it, it doesn't matter. It's so, it's such a non-variable one day in your life to where sure it still matters in the long run of making decisions that will snowball your uh, life. Mm. But if you're having a bad day, as long as you're still doing you, you're going to be doing good. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that really helps me get through the day. Um, even though I always look out with a good scope, good happy scope about like, I appreciate this about this and I'm grateful for this. And um, I understand how this and this works. So this doing this makes sense to me. And, um, you know, I think that just being confident and being in control of your mind is one of the biggest things for uh, happiness, healthiness, and growth. Mm. That's good. Would you say that you have a pretty uh, strong mental? It's it's a lot better than it was before. You know, it's just like trying to, like, you know, think things clearly, kind of like not to overthink things. That's kind of like my bid. My big thing about of like trying to figure things out is just overthinking it. Even like think of like situations that will never happen, like scenarios in my head. It's like I stress about that over and over again. It's like a scenario that's completely that I completely made up. At least my mind completely made up. And it's like okay, it's gonna happen. Like some this scenario is gonna happen like later on this month. And when that time comes, nothing happens. Like the exact opposite. So I'm pretty much I'm I'm like stressing out over nothing. Even though my mind tells me, like, this is going to happen, this is where you're going to hold on to and stuff like that. So it's like, and another thing, one of the big things I learned too, it's like, if you think about an event, then you're dealing, then you're going through it twice. That's the thing too. That's like, that, when, it, when I thought, when I read that quote, I'm like, that is really, really good. Because not only like I'm overthinking about a situation that hasn't happened yet, 
or that I know, don't know what the reaction will be. I'm like, I go into it like to that situation where it's like, I'm already stressed out. I already have, I'm already feeling bad about it. But then, and so pretty much I'm like facing it twice where it's like, okay, I'm already in a bad mood, but like, I don't have like the right attitude towards it when I'm facing it in person. You know, in a way, I feel like that can be a double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, you can definitely think of a negative in that way and reliving it twice could be really bad for you. Yeah. But you can also think critically about some things like, um, for example, how you're going to talk to your boss, mm. how you're going to approach a lady, how you're going to uh, act at the grocery store. And, you know, I found that me thinking about what I'm going to do in advance actually really helps me. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I've never really been in a situation where things have been bad for me to the point where I'm like dreading doing something. Um, now, of course, there are unpleasant things that I have to do um, mm -hmm. and like unpleasant conversations that I have to make, yeah. but um, I'm like, I'm very forward to making conversation and I'm very friendly. So I feel like adding those both together really helps in a way that, you know, hasn't ever given me any trouble. Yeah. That's, that's a good way you know, to put it. And so like, especially when you're out, like out in public, like one of the things I also learned too is like, you know, when you're out with friends, you're representing them. Like if you act crazy, if you act stupid, you know, you're not embarrassed making yourself look, a jack look like a jackass, but you're embarrassing your friends too. And so it's all about representation. Like, how do you want others to remember you by, you know? I'm sure like that, you know, that lady we went to the Rolex store, you know, she'll probably have like a good idea who we are if we come like, like say like in two weeks. You know, it's like, oh, I, you know, she would come in. It's like, oh, you know, oh, I remember you guys. You guys were looking at the watches. And I'm like, yeah, you know? And so, but if we acted like, you know, if we acted like idiots or something like that, or acted like, you know, misbehave, all that kind of stuff, I'm sure she'd be like, no, I'm not dealing with you guys ever again, kind of thing. Yeah, and, like, definitely a first impression gives off a, a big vibe. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I was very warm to her. I made sure to, you know, like, ask her how her day was or whatever. And um, I was very intrigued in the products yeah. that they were selling. Yeah, and I, was, I was about to say that the, the curiosity you had for the watches. And you, and you were very, another thing, too, is, like, a genuine yeah, and be like I try real. to always be genuine. Yeah, and so that that will, you know that's kind of like you know being genuine with people. It's like that's gonna really help you help you go far and actually be make better connections with them. And that's a big thing. Um, you know, I feel like I make very good connections um, because I'm not afraid to talk to the big boss. I'm not afraid to, you know, like go to a place that I've never been to and talk to somebody that I've never met before about something that I may not be completely confident with. Mm. Um, you know, I, I feel very confident in the fact that a lot of people, if you think about it, mm -hmm. a lot of people are stupid. <laughs> and um, I feel like um, as long as I'm being semi-witted and professional about things and nice and courteous, um, as long as I'm not being stepped all over, which mm -hmm. if I am, I mean, I'll get it and I'll just figure it out from there. But, you know, things tend to work out and, um, you know, I've made business connections and, you know, I feel like I have good tenure with, with, uh, not specifically FedEx, but my direct managers and, um, 
you know, I've talked to my direct managers and they say that they've said things about me that, you know, they don't necessarily see in other managers because of the way I act. And um, I find that very valuable. And considering I've only been there for about a month, it's like, just imagine what I can do in the next three, four months, you know? Just a month, huh? It feels a lot longer than that. Well, though. I've done so much training. Oh, that's why. Yeah. That's why it feels like it was a lot longer, but officially, yeah, I get that. You know, because I remember, like, there was one time we had, like, street tacos at, Fe- at FedEx for, like, at, you know, after sort. You know, they came in, you know, they made them for us. And so Zach and I actually had a good conversation. You know, because he asked me if I was going to teaching. And I was like, well, I'm taking a break now because, you know, I was just so burned out after the, after the school year. And so pretty much he asked me, you know, we're talking about like leadership and stuff like that. And so, and so and he talked about like his old boss that was working there at the time. You know, it was kind of hard to, you know, to take direction from him because he would ask for help. And from time to time, because he was kind of like one of those hard-ass bosses, you know? That, Are you talking about Tom? Yeah, I'm talking about Tom. And so, pretty much it's like, you know, Zach, you know, has a question and has something that, you know, he doesn't understand and Tom just told him like, oh, figure it out and he just walks away and it's like, so pretty much Zach is there, just standing there like trying to figure things out like right off the bat. And so, and so pretty much we're going back and forth and like, well, you know, and I told him, it's like, I learned a lot from from Zach, you know, I learned a lot from Zach more than Tom because Tom will just like, you know, pretty much just stand there and just kind of like yell at you if you're not doing anything right. You know, he won't credit, he won't criticize you in the right way. He'll pretty much do tell you like he'll just yell at you. And so, and so with Zach, he helped me out a lot too with like you know scanning when I first you know started you know getting into scanning, how to load in C's and do all that kinds of stuff, and even some things that I pulled off like you know, some questionable packages that may or may not go up the bell. And he just pretty much made a note. It's like, well, if you don't understand, if you don't know, then the, you know, the safest thing is just to pull it off and just take it, you know, because there's like one, I remember there's one package that, that looked and sounded like a hazmat because of the labels, but it didn't have any stickers on it. And I showed Zach about it. And he's like, even he was actually like, like kind of wondering about that, about that too. He's like, well, well, I guess, you know, well, just take it off and just take it to the, and put it on a pallet. So I'm like, all right, cool. So it's just one of the things too. It's like, you know, you know, where do you get your direction from? Yeah, I get that. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, I'm sure that, you know, there have been times where you've needed direction or maybe you've lacked direction and you've like failed. What what would you say your uh, biggest failure is? Oh. <sighs> My biggest failure is not taking opportunity when it's right there. I think it's because, you know, I do take the opportunity, but it's like late in terms like, if that makes sense. Um, in terms of like jobs, like one of the things is like, hey, you should apply this, you should apply that. But then like, now nah, I'm good. I think if they're, you know, they're going to need people, they should probably they'll be needing people like down the road. Because usually it's like a job, for example, there's there'll be like a job that's always been needing. And then when I try to apply for it, you know, there's no, they're not accepting applications at all. So, you know, I miss that part. And so that's kind of like where I'm failing. You know, it's like I'm not taking the, the right, you know, the opportunity at the right time. And so, and it just, you know, that's kind of thing I'm just trying to learn. It's like, especially like now, like moving back to Canada, should I apply now? Or wait till I move back? Or at least wait till we get closer to the summer and apply for it. And so, because I don't want to get like hired 
and just get like say they need me back now like i'm like i already have like you know i don't have time to i don't like if i do i have to like quit my job now and then start packing up everything and you know heading over you know and, and for me it's like I, you know i like to take my time kind of like in terms of like structure like you know set a certain time and then get ready for it and then when the time comes i'll be set so i can you know i'll quit my job i'll quit my fedex job at the right time and then i can be ready to move and then everything just you know transition smoothly yeah i understand and you know being on top of things is uh is a good practice um for example i've been trying to convince alex to reach out to doctor's offices hospitals mm. um pediatrician offices um you know dietetic organizations and say like hey i'm graduating in the spring um i'd like to join your force as soon as i graduate um instead of whenever she graduates then trying to find a job because mm. you know i feel like if you're on top of it ahead of time, you can really get some better results. Um, that's something that she is pretty hesitant about, but um, through like a lot of information that I've gathered, I, I, I feel like that's probably the best advice that I can give her. And um, of course she does with that information what she wants and whether she chooses to take it or not is her decision, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's good advice, you know, but at the same time, you kind of have to look at, like, what are the offices looking at, too? Like, I don't understand, like, that kind of world either, so, you know, are they hiring, or, you know, if she does put in, you know, if she does have a foot in the door, like, are they going to take her in, kind of thing? But I don't know the structure. I don't know the whole thing about it. I just know, like, once you apply, you know, they'll take you in, and what, you know, interview, and I don't know what else comes after that kind of thing, so it's just, like, I just don't know, you know, that's another thing to consider, but what's the other pers the other perspective of it kind of thing yeah so um what are some things that you're looking forward to in life ooh uh one of the things to do is just one of them it's not not be wealthy or not be rich but be wealthy i know that sounds but for me it's like you know have like a good constant flow of like of income you know i don't have to worry about be like more financial freedom do you have a plan for that not yet. I just have stocks. I'm growing that into it, finding a job right now. So nothing too crazy major, I'm sure. There's a lot of people that are like in the stock market are just like, you know, face palming my idea right now. But it's like, you know, it's like I'm still starting to learn how to do deal with that, how to like look into stocks, how to like, you know, figure out a plan with that. So so for right now, it's just like work and try to save up. That's like my only plan right now. I'll figure it out later on. I'll look into it more, but you know, it takes time. In terms of like that, like, you know, like, especially like trying to like have everything set up, it does take quite a bit of time. You know? Unfortunately, it's not like an overnight thing or it's not like a one year thing. It's more like, okay, you need to like build a foundation, have everything structured, have everything set, and then it'll start slowly coming in. So it's just the building that part's kind of like the hard part, the hardest part. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, building wealth is one step at a time. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's having a good job and having the ability to work and uh, having the ability to make the right decisions and invest in the right things. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, uh, I'm, you know, gracious in the opportunity that I do have all of those. Um, my, uh, my employer uh, started me a 401k whenever I got promoted. And, um, you know, I've, I've had a 401k, but it was for a different company. And um, 
it wasn't very good. Mm. So um, my employer gave me this opportunity. And um, so far in the two months that I've been uh, using their 401k, uh, I've put over $500 into it. Mm. Uh, and that's not all my money. That's also an employer match. Oh, okay. um, and they're very gracious with their match. They do 200% for the first 2% and then 100% for the next 4% for a total of 6% match. Um, so let's see my balance details. Hey, Alex. How's it going? No, we started. We're almost an hour in. <laughs> so Al Alex is here, by the way. Hi, Alex. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is something that I'm very grateful for. I'm I'm pulling it up for Carlos, everyone. Um, <laughs> so like. The green is the employer match. They've actually put in more than I have. Jeez. So they've put in altogether like $300 and I've put in 200. Okay. So like, and that's in two months. And, okay. uh, you know, that's, that's a really good opportunity for me. So in like five years, if I'm still doing the same thing, you know, it can be in the thousands and thousands of dollars. And, you know, obviously you have annual percentage yields and comp, compound interest and things like that so it's it's really a good step in the right direction though uh of course my financial situation does have steps in the wrong direction as well i have credit card debt i have <laughs> my car payment and um yeah i mean uh you know nobody's perfect everyone has bad things and everyone has good things about them I know that's that's another thing too because my buddy who works at the postal service he actually talked with one like a, like a broker is that right is that the right term uh They're yeah like the investment stock broker stock broker where he she's like he walks in it's like okay you know I have this much money to go on to stocks and she's like all right I'll take care of it and you know he started investing he started like she put you know, like all this money into it and he, it's still working I'm like I haven't like talk to him and see like what the what's the update like how's it going you know kind of thing check it on it but you know i'm sure it's he's going well it's for him so and then like with my friend that i visit in tennessee she's doing the same thing you know she took like i forgot how much money she put in but you know there's like a stockbroker that here over in mama that she talks to and so pretty much like one of the conversations they had it's like well this stock isn't doing well i'm going to take your money out and put it on this one that's doing very well and so that's kind of like a key things. And so that's what I'm going to wait for is like, you know, go into that, you know, at least go into that direction for now for like stocks is, you know, have someone help me with it. Because I've, you know, there's like a lot of stuff that I don't understand yet. Yeah. And, you know, something that you could do is invest in um, index funds and mm -hmm. ETFs, if you've ever heard of those. I heard of those. Okay. It's just, it's just I don't understand like the process of that. Yeah. Thing so <laughs> for instance, you have the S&P 500, which mm -hmm. is like, um, the top 500 companies in the stock market. Yeah. Um, so if you invest in there, I mean, obviously they're the top 500 companies for a reason. Um, they're going to continually grow. I mean, other than like some offsets, like, uh, Netflix is going to die out in the next few years. And, oh gosh. Uh, Netflix horrible company, by the way. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but 
that's that's what I invested in. And I mean, obviously, you know, we're in a bear mar- we're in a bear market, so you know, it's it's gonna be going down over time and then we're gonna hit a recession. Well, we're already in the recession, and then we're gonna, you know, go back up and we're gonna be in a bull market and it's gonna be all good and everyone's gonna drive their sports cars and yeah, and uh you know, being in the S&P 500 or any other index fund that's, you know, pretty reliable, uh, Paul's in one that gives a very good dividend return. Yeah, um, I mean, that one too. Yeah. Um, yeah, being in something like that, it, uh, you know, it's not always up and up and up. It's basically based on the economy, but over 30 years, obviously, inflation is a thing. So it's like you're going to make your money even if it's only based off of inflation and nothing else. Um, mm. And a big thing in like the, uh, the stock business is like something that's called like diamond hands and paper hands. It's Ooh. people that'll like hold their stock and then people that will sell their stock out of fear. Oh, and okay. if you hold your stock, you know, I'd say the most of the time you end up victorious because, you know, a time growth is one of the biggest things that you can do. Um, maybe I should uh, be a stockbroker. You should. You should. You got the knowledge for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just uh, I learned that in uh, oh, no, you YouTube five, videos. Yeah, it's for five, you know five minute YouTube video. I do learn just, a lot of things on YouTube. That's the thing I admire about YouTube is just how educational it can be. That's it's just you know if you have a question, you're curious about something, you can look it up on YouTube, and then I think it. Was bought by Google or was with Google or something like that? Yeah. yeah, YouTube was bought by Google. Yeah, and so now like that knowledge that has spread tremendously because now Google has like this giant interface that you can switch up anything, pretty much anything that you're think you can think of, you'll, you'll find it on YouTube, which is so crazy. So who's a who's a role model that you have, and uh, <laughs> what what do you aspire to learn and? contribute based off of what they teach you i look up to alex you know she, you know she's a great great leader great role model you know i always think like every time i get out of bed it's like how can how can her leadership and example like change my life for the good for the better so every day it's like i got to do my best you know so there's that <laughs> good stuff um oh man role models i have no idea there's, you know, and there's like, there's like a lot of people I looked at, but one of them is like the teachers that I, that I had growing up because I asked a buddy of mine the same question, like what teacher was like, the, like made you like made a difference in your life or made an impact. And he said all of them, like no matter what teacher, like every grade, there's always a teacher that made like a difference that, you know, helped them learn a lot. So yeah, so it was pretty cool. We have Alex joining. Alex, welcome, welcome. Did y'all miss me? <laughs> um, I'm back. I'm back. So, Alex. What's up? What's, uh, what's your best trait? Ooh, mm, my ability to be empathetic. That's something that I don't have. <laughs> it, I, yeah, a lot of people like don't have too much, but like I will say I have too much of it sometimes. Like it drags me down for sure. But it is a good it is my best trait, I I would say. What would you say is my best trait? Ooh, you have a lot of good traits. I know. Um <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean what would you say? So is? humble. 
Um, being humble. No. Whatever. <laughs> uh, no. yeah. Um, I'd say that's more Carlos. Being, uh, personable. Uh, define that for me. Like, you know, like. Like, good with people. Yeah, or like, personable basically means like, being a person, you know? Um, I, like, I think you're really good with people, so. Yeah, um. Social skills would be a good one. Yes. I also think, like. I don't know if this is like a trait of yours, but like you're really smart. So those are the top two for me. Really. Yeah, I mean not to boast, but the IQ the IQ test couldn't even calculate it because <laughs> it's so low. No. <laughs> it was it's like we've never hit something this low yeah. before. Low is better, right? Yeah, sure, yeah, but sure. You know, it's not like the professor saw your results and like no burns it like right then and there. It's like we're throwing this guy. Yeah, well, I uh, Alex, what's your plan for um? For after college, are you going to uh, are you going to reach out to doctors' offices, pe- pediatrician offices, nutrition offices right now, or uh, are you going to wait until to after to you to graduate? Well, I don't mind waiting until after because I'm in no rush. I have a job, so mm-hmm. might as well keep a flexible job while like we figure out life and like move, and then start looking. And if something pops up then I need to grab it. So. Okay. That's a good input. Does that make you nervous? What makes me nervous is like getting a job and not actually being qualified, but on paper I might seem qualified. That scares me. No, I get that. Because that's like the coaching position I have. It's a head coach. And so for me, it's yeah, like, yeah, that's new territory. That, yeah, that's like top of the top. And so if I, because I talked to a friend of mine, she's like a basketball coach, like the same school that we're, that I'm applying for. Yeah. And she said like, well, assistant, you're good because you get to like learn on the job kind of thing right. and like, you know, be there, be an aide. But if you're the head coach, you have to like know everything, at least a little, well, in terms of like experience. like Yeah. But for me, it's like, well, I'm going to take it. You yeah, know, might no. as well. You know, no one else is kind of thing. I so. should think about it that way. I've realized is like, who cares if I fail? Mm. Because then I'll learn something for mm. the next thing that I do. So like, let's say I do get it and I literally get fired because they're <laughs> like, yeah, she doesn't know anything. Or like, whatever. Uh, that experience or like knowledge, I can like take somewhere else. Uh, there's yeah. also... Like, so many things in nutrition I could do. I could do the most boring thing and, like, check that food labels are legal in the way that the company did it. And I'd make a good amount. So, um, And, you know, like, you were talking about failing. I mean, uh, I think that... Um, that I fail. <laughs> I think that failing is, like, maybe a bad way to look at a situation. Um Yeah. You know, on my Instagram, my bio is literally a quote by Thomas Edison that says, I have never failed. I've only found 10,000 ways that don't work. Yeah, that's, mm. that's, that's good. Um, and, you know, that's, that's kind of what I do whenever I'm at work. I look into it. I think, how could I have done this better? You know, um, I talked to one of my managers the other day. I'm like, okay, so today was definitely the hardest day that I had to endure at this job in this position. Um, but I already know how I could have done a better job if I had only made slightly better decisions, which I had already thought about. So I know that I didn't fail, but I definitely didn't succeed to the point where I'm happy about it. 
and I already knew the way that I could do better. Right. I mean, it's it's really the way that you look at things can change um, the way that you live your life, and um, you know, just just the way that you look at life as well. I think that's one of the biggest reasons, like when people are like, "How are you happy?" Like, I I have some friends and like family, like the way that I look at life. I'm, like, living the dream. So, like, the way you look at it and, like, realizing what you're thankful for, that is, like, how you get it. I don't know. No, I get that. Because for me, like, at one point, it's like, I want to have a huge house, want big property. Yeah. But then at the, 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 times I'm thinking about, like, I'm comfortable right now. I'm, yeah. like, really good with what I have right now. Like, you know, bills are paid. You know, I have a car, you know, a truck. So, it's, like, it's, you know, everything's, like, working out. Yeah. For the best. So. I was going to say, like, while we're here, do you want to, like, mm-hmm. a couple to interrogate? <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Then. I know so, you guys have already done a long, so I don't know. I mean, not really. We've oh, only okay. done 50 minutes without you here. Gotcha. Yeah, so pretty much. Yeah, we're actually just gotten into an hour. Oh, okay. Another three to go. All right. Woo. <laughs> Yeah, do you want to interrogate us? Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you thought about that. <laughs> I didn't thought about that. No, I'm not well prepared for that. So, maybe another time. Maybe another time. Good. Jay's <laughs> like, I have no no advice. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. It's like, I need to, like, should be more prepared for that, you know? So, it's like, you know, because I, I need to, like, you know, find, like, good questions or at least good material to talk over about it kind of thing. So, it's just like. You know, and you know, especially if it's a couple, it's like, uh. oh, just ask, uh, you know, about what Jay does with his socks. And oh, <laughs> look, they're only stiff because <laughs> I forget to wash them. Uh, that is not where I was going with this. <laughs> yeah, you, you, that, well, that went in a different direction, Jay, <laughs> way completely. But you know, it's you know, it's you know. It's something excited to look forward to. I know you and I are going to do, you know, Alex, you're going to do, we're going to do like our own thing too. Like, yes. So I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to that. I, I know, I can't wait. We're going to like, uh, not roast each other, but like, basically interrogate each yeah, other. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, whoa. <laughs> uh, and I will show well prepared oh, for right. your, yeah. for your listeners. I know, you just say one word response, I'm the one that's freaking out, <laughs> sweating, like, I don't know that. Yeah, I'm like, ask me again, I got no problem. <laughs> do it, do it again, I dare you, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> you know, I'm like, everyone's excited about Cody coming yeah, out. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. he's coming out next weekend, or at least next week, so. Nice. So, pretty much, you know, he, because he, kinda, when I asked him, he got really excited about that, and I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. Because he asked me, he's like, can you, does that have to be is it family friendly or can you cuss? I'm like, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. We can talk about anything. He's, like, He's like, what about politics? I'm like, oh boy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, we can talk about it as long as you're not going crazy yeah. rapid on it. Like, I get that. You know, you have an opinion, but when you're telling people, like, you should do this, you should do that, lean this, lean that, I'm like, we're done. We're done. You know, it doesn't kind of thing. seem like he's like that. So no, I, he isn't. I'm looking forward to hearing. No, it. he told me he's like he's like good because I got a lot of things I can talk <laughs> about. I'm like oh gosh, <laughs> I'm like okay, here we go. So you know, don't be surprised if it's like a three hour podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got time. I drive every day. There you go. Forty five minutes each way. Same. Yeah. Yep. So how do you feel about um? Moving up to the metro area. 
Um, I'm sad because one, we're even farther away from friends and family. Two, it's Portland. Three, our apartment is the homiest place we've ever seen. But uh, I will find a job up there and we will financially probably be doing a lot better. So Find a mansion next to, <laughs> next to the NBA players. <laughs> and, uh, How about we... the NBA players, mansion? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. no, no, I get that. Yeah, that's I'm very excited for you guys, you know. You know, I can't wait. I know same same with me though. I'll be like at the bottom of Oregon, so I'm like, oh we're I'm like yeah. what you know, kind of thing. But but no, that's like the, well, that's my goal too, because I talked to Jay about it, where it's like I wanna have property out in the countryside. That way when you guys come and visit, we actually are like out in the middle of nowhere, we can, you know, have a bonfire too and just do a little bit more freedom instead of being in the city kind yeah. of thing. So, like we don't we don't have to worry about noise or anything. We can just do a you know put on good music, barbecue, and stuff like that. So, what stops you from moving to a place like Tennessee? Oh gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good question. Mm. I don't know. Like Tennessee would be great. That'd be fun. I think it's because you know being on the other side of the country, like especially I've never been to. I do have a friend that lives out there, but it's just like. It's just like a different place, you know, because I'm so used to Oregon. Of course, I, you know, I told myself I'll never leave Oregon kind of mm. thing. But it's, uh, at the same time, it's like, like, I'll probably move out there, but I won't stay there for long. I was going to say, there's always like you living there temporarily, even mm. if you have to tell yourself it's like six months mm. or you get an apartment and it's like a year. Um, it's like really cool to like do that. Yeah, because it's more about the emotion. Because when I was there, I was like, I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be bad to live here. Yeah. You know, I was telling myself like, this is great. The thing is, I'm so used to like the seasons too. Like that's another thing that's too. That's true. Because it's just like it's just sunny, thunderstorms, and rain. That's it. Yes. That's it. And so, so being in a place like that where it's like summer all the time, I like I don't think I would manage, especially during the winter time. It's like because I was there in July and the humidity sucked. Hated the humidity because. My friend and I, we take hikes like in the fort, like all these like little nature trails and everything, and it'd be we'd be like pouring sweat. Yeah, I I liked the humidity and like same thing. It mm. was all thunderstorm or like nineties one hundreds. Um, but coming back to Oregon, like I do miss like spring mm. and fall so much. So I get that. Yeah, because like my favorite season's the fall, and yeah. I love seeing the color change. I love like the coldness of it like you know it's like cool it can sweater weather pretty much the yeah. sweater weather that's where it's at because now i've gone to the habit where i'm starting to build up a good collection of it now yeah. and so now i'm looking even more into like what other kind of sweaters the one you're wearing right now by the way is really cool thank you this is the christmas present for my family oh, okay oh nice yeah i, so, I really like it thank you thank you and so it was funny too because i wasn't able to make it because to christmas for work and then when i got there had this nice pile of Christmas presents from my family. I'm <laughs> Just like, Here, for you. <laughs> so I'm there like unwrapping everything. Like, Ooh, you know, <laughs> this is pretty fun. So it was great. It was great. And then my brother got me a new fishing pole too for it. So but it was gross. broken. But it was broken. And so yeah. it was just like. Because Jay got there early and he snapped it. He's like. Just to snap I didn't even dreams. work there anymore. Yeah. I just did it out of spite. And he was like, oh, here, oh, look at the, lo and behold, I got Carlos's fishing pole. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> snap it like a secret spy mission i'm in like a full black suit like like a ski mask and everything during the hours like jay what are you doing <laughs> yeah we can see everyone you. sees me be like cronk on the be like cronk like against the wall have you on i'm like covering my eyes i'm like 
you can't see me if I can't see you. <laughs> or Drax be like, you know, you can't see me. I'm still in your yeah. mind, quite incredibly slow. <laughs> Exactly. Like, you know, we can't. You're still there. We can, you're like nobody. We can still see you. <laughs> what's uh, What's your favorite cartoon from back in the day, Alex? Oh, there's so many. That's a hard question. Mine's um, Ed, Ed and Eddie. That's a good one. Alex doesn't like Ed, Ed and Eddie. I'm. It's just not one of my top. Yeah, it's a strange one. I remember watching. I was like, oh, this is weird. But then I started liking it because it's just like you know, you know, it's just kid stuff. They just want to get a jawbreaker, dude. Yeah, I know. They just like want... how I want the nut. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Explain more details. You know, I'm like a squirrel looking for a nut. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got one right next to you. Hey. Yeah, I'm pointing at her right now. <laughs> uh, favorite car- That's really difficult. Uh, I don't have a good answer because I know there are ones closer to my heart. But Phineas and Ferb always hit. So yeah. That's what I'll I'd say. let Phineas and Ferb hit. <laughs> hit you? Ferb, Ferb we're, we're no, I know what we're going to do today. Do the oh Ferb dance. Oh my God, you need to do the Ferb dance. Yep. Too bad they can't see you. Yeah, I'm so good at the Ferb dance. <laughs> there's a uh, there's this really hot girl on TikTok that does the Ferb dance, <laughs> oh my God. and uh, yeah, I think I'm in love. Oh gosh, um, I need to in love with two people at the same time. Hey, I'm a rapper. What can I say? I, know, right? I need to uh, the natural riz. I need to say. uninstall TikTok. <laughs> you... <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but like. Then there's like so many thirst traps. No, I get that. It's I'm like a, half and half. I know. I'm kind of the same way with Instagram. There's just like, it's just because pretty much everything that's on TikTok, it goes onto Instagram as well. Because people like either screen record it or save the video yes. and throw it on TikTok. And so it's just like, oof, it sucks. And then plus it's like the same model or the same girl on different platforms all at mm-hmm. once. So it's just like everywhere. Because I remember one time I was like on Facebook, saw this girl. And then I was on Instagram. I'm like, it's like I see her again. I'm like, are you kidding me? So it's just like kind of an interesting thing. I uh, nowadays, like when I open Instagram, I scroll down maybe like five photos and then I'm like gone. Facebook, I use for like finding memes. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Because there's just too much out there. (laughs) There is quite a bit. And so there's like, I barely scroll on Facebook for like, five ten minutes yeah. and then like like at a time but like i'm just like i just get bored of it because it's like everything's just like thrown in it's like because there's one video like casey knights that he made a video between like instagram when instagram was was in its infancy where he was kind of moving away from facebook at the time and so it's like okay instagram's was, was legit because there's no like you know those weird creepy you know fake profile those bots kind of thing at the time it didn't have anything so you can post and have like your actual friends come in and then you can actually see your feed where it has like people that you know compared to like facebook where it's just a whole this bunch of garbage just like all these weird videos and facebook profiles that come up yeah oh thank you thanks we're just uh opening (laughs) up some under 21 drinks, totally legal, <laughs> nothing to see here. It's just juice, you know. Orange juice for orange the... Juice. Burly pop is what they call it, you know. Cheers. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Oh my gosh, I think I'm going to get addicted to these things. Yeah, they're pretty tasty. Yeah. I'm not a soda person, but like, uh, you know, they're pretty good. Yeah. Really great. I like the flavor. 
it's like the cola flavor. It's like I want to say like like a hint of a cherry or vanilla or something like that. I was gonna say the the soda that I try to get Jade to get us when we go out. It's like it's Pepsi or something, but it's cherry, and mm. I love that. So. Yeah, you like cherry Pepsi. Whatever this whiskey is, it makes me love. I'm sure you could probably make it because there's people that say like if you mix Dr. Pepper with something else or Jack Daniels with something else, it tastes like Dr. Pepper That's probably or vice versa. Or yeah. something. That's just weird. So I was like, ooh, kind of can find an alternative, like a stronger version of Dr. Pepper, you know? Oh, Alex, I just bought a $3,500 watch. I saw that. Where's the watch? Oh, I had to order it. <laughs> Where'd you get that money? My bank account. <laughs> Your <laughs> bank account? Yeah. His OnlyFans account. Feet pics. Feet pics. I don't know how your feet are selling. Wow. <laughs> you have man feet. Man toes are gross. Hey, I just trimmed my toenails the other day. Oh, that's, but maybe that, the gays need your, your feet, not mine. Yeah, no, they gave like a good boost. So, there's that. <laughs> Yeah, but we were at the Rolex store, and we were uh, looking at some Rollies, and uh, they were pretty good. Yeah. Not too expensive, either. No, not that bad, especially with what they are and the kind of special editions that they are. So Yeah, there were some, like, 1500 some, like, 3500 and then some went, like, to 500 Yeah. And they were pretty good. I mean, I'd, I'd buy one. Yeah. That's cool. It makes yeah. Me, yeah, it makes me want to wear my other watch too. It's like a Casio hiking one where it's like it has like it's like a digital watch, but it's yeah. like made for like navigating and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like I'd rather wear that than like this like the Apple Watch I have now because it's like titanium and it's kind of like loose, so it's not like gripping on my wrist, so it kind of moves around. Gotcha. It's just right now it's just too cold. Yeah. Because it's metal. Because yeah. I remember one time. Like when I was at Home Depot driving outside during the winter time, like my wrist would freeze because of the watch. So it's yeah. like, nope, never again. That's not good. Alex, didn't you say I have that natural wrist? <laughs> um, that is not what I said. What? I swear that's <laughs> what, what you said. What happened was we were with some friends and I said, Oh, you were like flirting me and you were like, I was just being really nice and I was like, Oh, like using riz like i got that natural riz but but you don't always but yes i was only talking about like uh like relocating the native americans to a different country oh my god no you you were like doing pretty good with like anything one of them said you'd hit back with like you love like that or like i don't remember what you oh, said but, like, <laughs> but that's flirting yeah <laughs> In a cool riz way. I, I wasn't flirting though. I have no intention. No, I know, but maybe, what I was maybe it's because I'm so good with the women. I don't even try. You don't even know. You don't even exactly. Know. Example that gas attendant. You know when we we're coming back from George Lopez, <laughs> dude. She was, she had I it. I still me, think dude. you guys are like making this up. <laughs> dude, no, it was like okay. One, it was like unbelievable how like into me she was, but. I, we're not making it up. No, we're not. Okay, like, we're not. Okay. She had the hots for me, dude. Gotcha. All, all Jay was doing was just talking to her, making eye contact, and okay. she was like, huh, she just like melted. I'm all like, right. oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, and that happens to every woman I talk to. Yeah. yeah. Except for the one today, she ran away. <laughs> she was kind of cute. <laughs> she wouldn't give me a discount on the Rolex. Then she wasn't falling head over heels for you. No, oh, she, she doesn't want to get fired. No, she wanted to charge up the prices, actually. 
She's like, oh, he's rich. I can get extra money. Exactly. You know, especially that position he has at work. So yeah, <laughs> I make five million dollars an hour. Yeah. 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 Good for you, buddy. Whatever. Yeah. It's, whatever. In Monopoly money, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Monopoly money. It's all fake. It's all fake. <sighs> so, Alex, what's your uh, what's your plan for the rest of your life? <laughs> uh, work at FedEx and come back. <laughs> right. You mean with you? Uh, in general. Maybe I don't. That's the beautiful thing. I don't have a plan. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> I am going to own dogs as soon as I can. That's my first plan. There you go. Uh, first dog, probably like a lab or a golden retriever to make it easier. Mm. Then I will own a German Shepherd in my lifetime. Mm. They're my favorite. There you go. And I also would like to, um... I, here, let me, let me answer this for you. I know things that you will own. You will own a German Shepherd. (laughs) You will own a Subaru. Not the short one. The tall one. And it has to be a specific whoa, whoa, whoa. year or, and a specific color. Or the specific Toyota. Or the Toyota RAV4 hatchback. of the specific year. It has to specific, be It has to be the specific. <laughs> and uh, I'm also going to own a house that has blah, 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 blah. And also blah, 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 blah. You I know, stopped listening. You know where we disagree? <laughs> You're like, oh, we need a like four-story house. What? Mansion. Like what? blah, blah, blah. I, I want a four-bedroom house. You said that recently. That's a little better. Um, <laughs> I yeah, like three or four bedrooms. I want like uh, you know a backyard for the dog, yeah. and it'd be so cute if we had a porch that we could put the little swing on, like the little chair. I want the, uh, I want the American Dad house. You know, like uh, you got a basement, you got a backyard, you got a like my mom's pantry. house. You have um, a kitchen with the you, stove that. Boils water and cook less than 30 seconds. Yeah. And uh, you also have like the three bedrooms upstairs or four bedrooms upstairs, but one of them is going to be my study that you're not allowed into. Okay. Good luck with that. I'm going to smoke cigars in there. I'm going to play darts. I'm going to have bookshelves. Wait, on but bookshelves. I have to go in there. Yeah, maybe I have to, to serve clean me it. more cigars. No. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me more beer. Um, <laughs> I'll I... just have a button. I'm gonna be kind of picky about like the kitchen because I'm the one who like cooks. We can always remodel every night. That's true. There yeah. You go. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not too expensive to remodel. Just buy a new stove for like fifty one thousand dollars. Get what uh, you got and then go from there. Well, you just want like a good base layout. Yeah, and Enough I mean, counter space. if the layout's good, I mean, even if the layout isn't good, as long as there's space, we can make more. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't really have any other life plans. Maybe, like, actually have a good amount of savings to where, uh, you know. Oh. You're good. Did I mess it no, up? No, you're good. You're good. Guys, I'm just trying to cut the cords so you guys can't <laughs> listen anymore. All right. The feds. Hey, feds. You're going to knock on the door. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of, did you hear the news yesterday? About, oh, that shootout? Yeah. Yeah, it's, well... I saw, like, in the news feed this morning, I was like, holy crap. So, Jay was on his way home, like, when it was, like, dying down, but there was still, like, all the cops, like, closing off the road. Mm. But I get to work this morning, and Stoops goes, hey, like, do you know what happened? And I was Mm. like, I don't know anything. And he said this guy, singular guy, Mm. armed, Mm. tried to rob one of those, like, the 
the vans that go with the money. Oh, the transfer trucks? Yes, money transfer who trucks? are armed and yeah. have like at least two people. Oh, yeah. Apparently, some guy tried to rob that. But then, then guess who was in the middle of this whole thing? Who? Curtis. Oh, what? Yes. I literally, he's like, here, like, let me show you this video. Literally, the cops are going skrr around the corner, <laughs> arriving, and you hear gunshots in the video, and there's just Curtis on the sidewalk. Curtis. Like, <laughs> like dude, I was like, I'm so glad you're okay. Like, what the heck? I'm like, geez, dude. like, Curtis just randomly like, you know what, I'm going to record this. He's like, yeah, like, I was walking the safe way. <laughs> It's just so oh funny God. to me. Curtis, of all people. <laughs> no, I thought you meant Curtis was the one robbing the police. No. <laughs> that would be so funny. That that would be a story. Oh, man, I'd be dying. Like, yeah, he, didn't, he, didn't, he says no. Like, we should have been his backup, man. Right? FedEx right. loyalty. Right, right, no, I think right. that we can be arrested for saying that. <laughs> oh. We're, you guys are okay, time to actually cut the cord. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. No, that's that's the funny thing about Curtis, just be there randomly, just like... I thought that was so funny. That is hilarious. And so... <laughs> he has a video he can show you on I'm Thursday. Sh- well, I'm sure he's going to show everybody. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> like, guess what, Zach? <laughs> Check this out. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. I don't know, I might be getting fired. I keep missing work. Because I keep getting sick. We had a whole talk about that. Oh, you talk trash about me? Yeah. He did, I did yeah, Thank you know you I Carlos. always talk trash about you. Gotcha. <laughs> I was talking about how uh, you need to figure it out and stop getting sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I tell your immune system to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, come on, Alex. Stop crying. <laughs> stop saying you're not crying just because the video's off. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, but what I actually said was that, you know, it's like, what we talked about is like you don't don't think it's the end of the world it's not your fault that you got sick you know and uh like i've told you this whole time i don't mind helping you pay some bills and um like it's money isn't everything and uh um i know that's why i took thursday friday off but it's when like this is a cold it shouldn't be five days that i'm out and like having to call it monday was my fault for going up yeah out of you town. made a bad decision and so, like, being that tired while sick, I should have known, like, it wouldn't have worked. And also, like, I don't know if everyone knows, but we're basically married, um, <laughs> the way we, like, run things. But I I don't like um, using your income as my bills. I'll take gifts, I'll take, like, eating out, but, like, it, I just am trying... Just pay you hundreds of dollars yeah. as a gift. <laughs> no, like, I, that's... Which, like, I appreciate that you got me, and, like, we have no option now, because I keep getting sick, but I just... And keep buying things on Amazon. I was also (laughs) worried, because, like, yeah, the managers are probably, like, is she just trying to not work? They know that you're not like that. But I went in on Saturday, and, like, uh, that was pretty tough. But it was, like, oh, it's a short shift, so I figured... But that was cool about like being able to cut people loose and like, yes. all right, go home. We're waiting on one more trailer. I was like, like I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, tell Miranda, I'll go. And yeah. she's like, no. <laughs> not you. <laughs> like, no. That's good. That's a cool thing. Like, you know, especially with this facility, the managers are pretty chill about they it. They really are. I was actually just thinking about that because if I'm going back to Westport, mm-hmm. um, 
I was think I don't remember what it was I was thinking of, but I, yeah, like you can't just. I don't know. I remember one time I called out and like, the manager looked like pretty angry with me. But, but here, like, they're so uh, understanding. It's quite yeah. It's kind of quite the opposite too. They're like they're like more than anything like happy to see you actually came in. Yeah. Because I remember one time I was late. I was ten minutes late. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, okay, just apologize, you know, while you're late. I'm sure they're going to just kind of yeah. like tell you, talk to you about something. I walk in, told like, hey, sir. I'm like, okay, good. Door five. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like okay, cool. I don't, I don't have to give them like a huge spiel. It's just like, yeah, as soon as you clock in, door five. I'm uh, like, all right, so that's cool. I, I'm i like really excited to go back there to get more hours and like mm. more pay. And I miss the type of work I was doing because that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's so hard to leave when, like, this building, like, I don't know, like, everyone, it's so, it's just a different, like, experience. And, like, you guys, and I know we're all leaving, but, like, even, like, you know, acquaintances, like, Buggy, Cody, like, stuff like that. Yeah. It will suck to leave. Yeah, no, I I understood that, you know, just, like, like, thinking, like, you know, because when I first started, it's like, okay, this is, like, you know, just get in, get out kind of thing. You only work here, but then when you start making all these connections, starting making all these friends. It's like, I don't want to leave. Like, I want to take you guys with me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You know, this morning, I don't know if you saw, but we have a group chat. Uh, in the chat, Jay sent his picture, and yeah, it was, like, my that. TED Talk. Yeah. You know how Paul responded? Yeah. Um, like, why Kanye is right. Oh, like, I don't think I saw that. It's an inside joke, but it was so funny. I came out here, and I was like, isn't it so cool to have friends? Like, I felt like, you guys are so funny. And, like, he's like, I don't really think about that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe this is the first time I've had, like, a group. Like, mm. like I've always had one to two, but, like, a group. It's just so, like, life-changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. That's Sorry, a- I'm stealing your show. No, it's okay. No, I'm, no. I'm just here. <laughs> and so, it's for me, it's like... <laughs> I, I just put an ice cube down her shirt. <laughs> Down her back, down her back. Why <laughs> would you do that? Okay. <laughs> Don't throw it at me. No. I'm behind him. I'm behind him. I'm sitting behind him. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> ah. Alex just did the same thing to Jay. No, it's so wet. Oh That's what she said. Hey. <laughs> That's great. Well, good job, good job. Yes. yes. Team effort. There All right. I think that's the podcast. <laughs> that's a great ending. Yeah, I know. That's pretty great. I quit. Oh, gosh. But no, I understand that, too, because there are times it's like, I have these guys. You know, it's it's pretty great. You know, of course, you know about the ex. You know, it's like, yes. for me, it's like, I think about, like, you know, there are times, you know, I think about, like, she left, but I got these guys. And it's, like, I'm very thankful for them because they came in at the right time. At the right, I was in the right place. And so everything worked out. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. And so for me, it's, like, I'm, I'm going good. So there are times I feel like, you know, I wish I was in a relationship. But then yeah. again, at the same time, it's, like, I don't think I need a relationship to be happy because I'm so well connected with other people yeah. right now. I'm, like, in a place where it's, like. Because when I was younger, it's like, you know, I had that plan, like, okay, by this age, I'll be married. By this age, I have my own house and all that kind of stuff. But then I started learning where it's like, I'm actually happy with where I'm at right now. With what I have, who I have, like, who's I'm sharing this life with right now and where I work at. So it's pretty good, you know. 
especially my landlords who are great people mm-hmm. very funny sometimes you know but they are you know so glad you guys got to meet them too so i'm so glad they have you to be honest okay. just to like look out for them a little bit while yeah. you're there yeah i know even I, though they have hundreds of people who oh, know. and care about them but, but but i know that's the thing too it's like you know, because there are times, like, they ask me a lot about, like, technology. Like, how do I send a text? How Aww. do I get, like, a photo? You know, how do I send, like, a, some, like, a photo through, like, the computer? Yeah. What do I do? Because I help them set up, like, because you were there when they're trying to sell a bikes, or you were there when they were talking about. Maybe. Yeah. Well, at one point, they were trying to sell, like, these three bikes they don't use anymore. Because it's just Lloyd that just rides his own bike. And yeah. they had, like, these three other old bikes. And so that's what they did. I helped them set up, like, a Facebook market so they can sell their bikes. So they're very sweet too. Yeah. And so there are times I come like downstairs, like, oh, Carter, you know, Lynn or yeah, but no, Bonnie. She's like, oh, here, you know, has have this little cute bread I made for you. I'm like, all right, so cool. So sweet. Yeah. There are times I'm like, you know, she makes food. She makes, she has like extra food. I come down, it's like, you hungry? I got you this. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. It's pretty good. What are you doing? Is this still recording? Yeah. It's okay. It's been recording. The, just, the time just wasn't moving. So. Oh. Yeah. Jay thinks we've just been. <laughs> just I, I, have talking. Fe- I have a feeling you may have spit up our voices. No, no, I changed it back to one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can speed up our voices. No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> just speed run the whole thing in like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I understood. <laughs> They're going to have to like do that thing where they slow it down. <laughs> talking slow motion. If you put any video in slow motion, people look like they're drunk. <laughs> no, my you know the neighborhood kids. We used to when I got an i my first iPhone, we'd set the video up on slow mo. We'd like run towards it and go like ah, at the end, <laughs> stop it, rewatch it, and we're all like this, and we're like, yeah. and it was so funny. You guys gotta try that. <laughs> I've done that a few times, especially with like the slow mo, like yeah. like, like that. You know, just doing that. Like there are times I'm like. I don't know. Sometimes I'm just curious. I just like throw like a rubber ball. See how like you know, like on YouTube they have like where like when well, no, <laughs> so many jokes I can say with that. <laughs> Jay's eating balls in his mouth. He's trying to put his big one in his mouth. Uh, see, he's like almost gagging on it too. See, look, <laughs> uh, too much rookie, miss rookie. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, that's what. That's what I love about the technology. You can do so much with it. So, pretty good. <laughs> now, calls getting to you, huh, Jay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I forgot. How much have you had? Just one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Out of 50. <laughs> he, pre- he pre-gamed on the way down. <laughs> I was drinking and driving. <laughs> no. Uh, they didn't hear that. <laughs> oh, you can't get arrested for that. <laughs> oh, gosh. They can't prove it. Just joking, people. <laughs> Time to end the podcast? Yeah. I think we're set. You know, so we're good. All right, everybody. It's great. Great being here. Thanks, for guys. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Jay and Alex, for joining me. Thanks for this. joining, Alex. Thank you for letting me. Thanks for uh, coming by, Carlos. Steal your, yeah. steal your thunder, because like, I'm just so much cooler than you. So. Yeah, my podcast part was pretty boring anyways. No, it was fun. Pretty good stuff. Different take on it. All right. I know Zemos. Ciao. Um, Yeah, I probably shouldn't say anything. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) See ya.